my essay, Beauty and Perfection, an Eternal Artistic Paradox, I uh, discuss the impossibility to reconcile an aesthetic idea, the essence of which is subjective, with an abstract idea, which remains in its essence objective. The artistic necessity faced by an artist in general and a composer in particular to balance taste, an issue of subjectivity, with a compositional idea, an issue of conceptual abstraction, poses a difficulty solved satisfactorily by establishing the relevant semiotic factors defining the relationship between ontology and aesthetics. Since an act of being, or the ontos, interacts with an act of perceiving and feeling. In Greek, this is aistese aistanomai, via a system of mutually compatible signs. While in some fields of proficiency, such as shopping, certain signs, such as money, retain a fairly consistent significance, such as purchasing power, in the field of music, semiotics, whether consciously or unconsciously employed, links ontology and aesthetics via the analysis of certain signs, used as tools for interpretation of a particular type of interconnectivity of intentions. The nominalistic approach to musical ontology misplaces its defendant's focus by defining a performance or a set of performances as the piece, in quotes, and continuously speculating how many wrong notes, in quotes, would be permissible in a piece of music for it to retain its essence. By defining the representation of the piece as the piece itself, the early nominalists' claims reveal the influence of McLuhan's media theories. In addition, a theorization of contemporary music aesthetics unfortunately focuses less on musical semiotics and more on music perception, not even aesthetics as McLuhan's analysis that the medium is the message continues to be used to justify the easy interpretation that in art, as in other things, the form obligatorily stands for an actual representation of the content. Form and content are related and influence one another by virtue of their coexistence but they do not simply exemplify the same entity in different ways. Because the content embodies the ontological basis of a piece of music, while the form characterizes its aesthetic core. The content encloses the creator's realizations of abstract issues dealing with musical materials, structure and harmony. The form on the other side depends on the medium, instrumentation and foreground activity 
which intends to represent a certain kind of sound. In music composition, the interaction, be it original, evident, or predictable, between form and content, formulates a message. Form and content constitute two independent and yet distinct facets in a piece of art and illuminate concurrently the artistic project of the creator. When the message results in a seemingly single possible interaction executed deliberately, thus masterfully by the composer, between the sets of factors comprising the ontological and aesthetical components, one can speak of a masterpiece. I've written master-piece to uh, emphasize the point. The balance between form and content does not and should not constitute an automatic measuring of equal quantity of treatment and visibility, but rather a careful measuring of importance of both to the artistic venture. Occasionally, a composer may deliberately opt to underline the ontological or the aesthetical elements of her work to emphasize what she thinks emerge as a new and original artistic feature. Achieving a pristine equilibrium between the importance of form and content in each individual work increases in difficulty when cultural semiotics, habit, need, or choice favor one constituent over other. Highlighting either form or content at the expense of the other results in heightened recognition of typological groups, real or imagined. Occasionally, the boundaries between these typological categories become blurred, mislabeled, or even irrelevant. Frequently, should the medium serve as the preferred factor, analysts and or musicologists begin to speak of a specific sound, in quotes, and even worse, a typical sound, for the instrument or voice it as the medium of choice. Should a structural abstraction prevail in a piece of music, the recurrent conclusions focus on style, in quotes, which occasionally obtains a freshly new name, starting with the the prefix is neo or post. <laughs> Deliberate usage of real, not imagined, ontological or aesthetic categories results in an author's conscious subscription to a particular custom, a sophisticated and complex tradition, or a more elementary and naive convention, the latter described by Adorno as popular. The receding of focus on ontology and aesthetics away from an actual piece of music to its perception and medium deprives both the artist and the listener from their individual responsibility of organizing or interpreting the semiotic aspects of the relationship between the different factors contributing to an artistic creation. The hermeneutics related to the importance of these elements constitutes a transition away from ontology and aesthetics towards the topic of authenticity. Authenticity, however, shall remain the subject matter of another day. Thank you for being with me today and uh, 
Have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye-bye.